step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yeah. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. Giving them more like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Turn it on, yeah, turn it on. Steve Harvey in the morning, y'all. Yeah. 
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Steve Harvey turn them all to the money Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> man, if y'all only knew, I think I'll tell it to you. Uh, this morning, man, started off real crazy. But it's just those little mishaps where we as people who are striving to be successful, um, that makes all the difference in the world. When you have those little minor things that come up, you can't let the minor things stop you. You've got to keep pressing forward. Now, could I have played the role of where is my car? Where is my car? Oh, where is my car? Instead of hustling and grab a cab. So what am I? Am I above a cab ride now? Or, or or do I have to look at the bigger picture and say, okay, I could act like a little spoiled brat, some type of star, and go, I don't ride in cabs, or where's my car, and then go to blaming people for not having a car, or do I make the adjustments? Because ain't like I ain't been in a cab before now. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been in a, in a, in a beat-up car before. Slow down. Ain't ever like I ain't never had a car and rode a bus before. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been homeless before and ain't have nowhere to go. Slow down. So in those moments right there, always remember where you come from. But even more importantly, always remember where you're trying to go. Because it's important for me that I get here as many mornings as I possibly can. It's important because that's the goal. And so many people allow a minor things to stop them on their road to success. And I'm giving you this example today. Not to say, hey, look at me, but to say to you, hey, listen to me. There are going to be a lot of things that's going to happen along your way to being successful. And if you allow the small things to stop you, there's no way you'll make it. You've got to always press forward and stop looking at the situation for what it is. And look, sometimes you have to take your eye off of right now and put your eye on the future. You know, God has blessed me in so many ways. I mean, what can I say? You know, I ask God for this syndicated show. He gives me a syndicated show. Now I act like I don't want to come to it. Hold on, man. Slow down. Did not you ask for this? Do I not realize that there are certain people, man, who look forward to this message in the morning? I've heard it from people. So from the hundreds that I've heard it for, that could represent thousands for all I know. So if I think somebody's counting on me, I got to try to get there and give something. So today I didn't have any time at all to think about what I might say. I just walked right in and the jingle was playing. And so I decided to just tell you about my day and maybe you can relate it to something you're going through along the way, because no matter who you are, you're going to have some moments, man, where things are going to happen. And like I always tell my kids, and I just had this conversation with my little girl, it ain't that things ain't going to happen. It's how you handle what happens that matters. But it don't matter. It's how you handle what happens that's the determining factor on where you get in life and how soon you get there and how long you stay there. There will always be a mishap, something that's going to throw you off. There will always be something, man, that could deter you. There will be something somewhere, man, that will make you doubt it. Now that you know that's going to happen, then let's talk about how you handle what happens because it's going to happen. 
So now what do you do as a person when these moments come about in your life? How do you handle them? Oh, woe is me. Oh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Well, if the Lord wanted me to have this, I'd have that. Do you know how many times you hear people say that? You know, man, it really irks me, man. Stop using God as your excuse. God ain't no excuse. God is a reason. He's a reason why the good happens. He's a reason. He's not an excuse. God don't have no excuses in none of his scriptures or writings. Not that I, but he just don't make excuses. I would have done this, but, you know, there's a scripture that says the poor will all shall always be amongst us. Why that's got to be you. Yeah, he said the poor will always be amongst us because he know everybody ain't going to follow the principles of success. But he also said he came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. He said that, too. But, oh, no, you don't want to hear that because your life kind of tripping out a little bit. So now what you do with it? Now you twist it and you go to that one little scripture that say, well, the poor shall always be amongst us. Well, that's put in there because that's a that's a just in case. See, that's a just in case y'all don't want to follow the scriptures. That's just in case you don't understand that faith without works is dead. That's just in case you have not because you ask not. It's just in case you don't believe and shall not doubt. He got all that in there. But in case you don't want to do that, there is a scripture that tells you what will happen if you don't do it. And here it is. The poor shall always be amongst us. But then you get that when they say, well, that's I guess that's the Lord's will. Lord's will. Really? 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 That's amazing. I just don't believe that about him. I don't believe that God created your life to be a life of misery. I think that we make decisions along the way that cause us to have lives of misery. But I really, really just don't believe that God created you for that. I've heard uh, Nelson Mandela speak. And, you know, you got to go, wow, all those years in prison, man. What was it about? When you hear him speak, you understand what it was about. He said he always knew he would be free one day. Now, what he said he never knew was... He said he never knew that he would be the president of that country. Oh, my goodness. What a long way around. But he could have sat there and got involved in prison activities that wasn't up to par and things like that. And they said whenever young inmates used to come in, he was telling the story one time of how young inmates used to come into the prison. They all sit around and talk to him about what they were doing and how many kids they had in their lives. And it helped them keep track of the outside a little bit. And, and it kept a sense of time for them and it reminded them to talk about what they left behind. And it kept them going because something was greater on the other side. Had he allowed that to stop him? Had he allowed the imprisonment, which is a pretty major deal, oh, by the way, then guess what? He would have never been the Nelson Mandela that we know today, a martyr, a leader, a great force. People want to go around him. Even people that imprisoned him could not understand his 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 staunch strength, his faith, his unwavering commitment. They couldn't understand it. So things are going to happen in your life, but it's how you handle what happens that matter. So keep pushing, y'all. Don't let the little things get in the way, okay? 
And if you just sometimes you just don't know. I got in the cab thinking I wasn't going to make it, but at least let's go see. Let's try. I made it. Now, guess what? That gives me another piece of information that I have. And all I, I had to see it again today. Guess what I said today? Man, sometimes when it looked like you ain't going to make it, just go ahead on anywhere. Now, I could still be back there at the hotel talking about where my car. But I got up in here. I made it. So now, what y'all going to do with it? Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. It's a new day. It's another opportunity. It's another great blessing. Something else you've never seen before. You will never see this day or moment again. It is a gift. It's called the present. That's why they call it the present, because it is a present. It's a gift. It's wrapped in a package with a bow on it. You ain't never seen it before, and he gave it to you. You didn't ask for it. He woke you up, and he let you have it. Thank you for the present, God. Let's take advantage of it. Let's make good on this one today. Uh, ease your mind a little bit, man. Let God control. I was, I was watching something the other day online that came across said, you get on a plane, you don't know the pilot, yet you trust him. You get on a bus, you don't know the driver, but yet and still you relax and you trust him. Why can't you do that with God? Put him in charge of your life, let him drive your life, sit back, relax, and trust him. He will get you there. If a pilot can get you there and a bus driver can get you there, what would make you think he can't get you there? I'm just talking to myself right now. But if you're listening, you can get in on this. But I am definitely talking to myself right now. I need this as good as anybody. Steve Harvey Morning Show jumping off, baby. Shirley Strawberry Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica. Junior, government name Kill Spates, the legend that is nephew Tommy, and moi. <laughs> that's French, in case you ain't been nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's me, boy. You know, when you learn one word, throw it in your friend's face. We, oui. you know what that is, don't you? Oh, uh, that's French. Yeah, you need to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Francais. Yeah, Francais. That's French. Yeah, you need yeah. to go somewhere. You need to go Get out. Quit going to the reunions. <laughs> Junior? Yeah, man. What's I ain't asked you because... this in a while, man, but what's on your mind? Uh, uh, well, you know, man, um, um, that one-year anniversary coming up, that's what I'm thinking about, really. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah one awesome. year we're in there. Yeah, one year. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited, Tommy. I'm excited, you know. Okay. Yeah, just trying to figure out what this look like. That's all. One look year. Look like one. 
Yeah, but what you supposed to do? Well, can I give you can I give you an example or suggestion? Yes, sir. That part, that line you just said, trying to figure out what this looked like. Yeah. Yeah, I probably need to go and quit figuring. <laughs> yeah. Just, just start getting the idea, huh? Yeah, it's gonna be like that, kind of like that Father's Day jamboree you had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Not that, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fiasco. <laughs> yeah, for you, yeah. oh, your, your day, let, let me tell you something, Junior. The only day you get from now on is your birthday, and it will not touch hers. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, don't, all them other holidays, these anniversaries and Valentine's Day, that's not for the men. Uh-uh, okay. I understand. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. not, that's not your day. But you, you know, much like. a part of it, but you know. So really, I'm irrelevant. As hell. (laughs) He got it. Say that again, Jimmy. So I'm irrelevant. As hell. All right, guys. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? This is church fees. We pay them every week, every two weeks. We we get some out. Jackie got them all in there like a bill. We pay them. So now that I've opened up my books, is there any way I can look at y'all's books? No. Mm-hmm. So, I just want, and that's what the church wants to do. We you didn't open up books. your books. You opened up your mouth. That's what <laughs> you did. Church fees. Let's go, cat dog. Here it is. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sister Tracy. Hey, you got her. Hey. Uh, how you doing? This is uh, this is Brother Glenn from the church. Hey, Brother Glenn. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm real good. Uh, did you enjoy service this morning? Oh, I I enjoyed it, Pastor. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Pastor brought it down. Yes, he today. did. Yes, he did. Oh my God, that was a word for me. Right, 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 right. So, what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Uh, I wanted to give you some information that the. Um, that the church has come up with, and we wanted to let you know what was going on before next Sunday. You, I, I didn't interrupt you, did I? Uh, no, no. I actually, uh, I, I may sound a little, little off a little bit. I'm trying to, to get dinner ready for my little babies, my little darlings, and I'm trying to. Your voice sounds so familiar to me. It just sounds so familiar. I'm trying to place place that voice. Okay. Well, you've seen me at the church quite a few times. I think I have. I'm just trying to place it. I, I can't place it right now. But what can, right. what can I do, okay. Glenn? Well, nevertheless, I, I just wanted. Here's here's what's going on. Uh, now, are you aware that for the last uh, the last six Sundays you've been actually uh, coming into service late? Have you realized that? Yes, I I, um, I, I know. I, I, I'm sorry about that, but, uh, I, you know, yes, I have. I have my reasons, though. Okay. Okay. Well, here's what's going on. The officials at the church have uh, gotten together, and this is what they've decided on, is that anybody who is late uh, starting next Sunday, there will be a $15 charge for that. For coming in and disrupting service, fastest fastest tired of service being disrupted by people walking in late. That that could not come at a worse time. I don't have fifteen dollars to give. No, I don't. I don't have it. Oh, um, look. I'm sorry that we're late. I am. Uh, we we are doing our best. I have three kids. I have three young kids, two, seven, and nine, and they are a handful. And, and, and we, we do the best that we can to get to church on time. And, and to tell you the truth, when we get there, it's during praise and worship. I mean, Pastor ain't even preaching yet. 
So okay. I know it's not pass is not up yet, but he's he's stating that uh people coming in it just seems very disruptive to the service that's going on. That's so nevertheless, like I said, this is a warning call. You know, to let you know that if you are late on next Sunday, then they, they will be charging you fifteen dollars uh a late charge. And, and actually you won't be able to even come in what? until you uh until you pay the fifteen dollars. I can't even get in church with with look okay, look, I don't I don't owe nothing. I don't owe you no explanation. But I need to tell you something. We are me and my kids for the last few Sundays that we've been late, it's because my car broke down. We we are on the bus, man. Public transportation. Okay. I mean, I, and I understand. I understand. I, I sympathize with everything that you're going through. But why are you call? If you understand, why are you calling me about fifteen dollars? If you understand what I'm going through. Well, I didn't. First of all, I didn't know what you were going. Why are you raising your voice at me? But, uh, why are you raising? Did you just raise your voice at me? You know what? You know what? I think you're raising your voice at me. How dare you call me about this about a fee? And I'm there at church. I got my kids there trying to raise them up in the way they should go, just like the Bible say. And you know why I got to do this and why I'm late, why, why we got to catch the bus. Do you understand why that is, Brother Glenn? No, I do not. That is because they, so their daddies ain't uh, and they, yeah. So, so Tracy, just, you, you got to calm down a little bit now. Uh, oh, Jesus, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Okay, listen, uh, here's the deal. All I can do is tell you this. I hope you can make it. Maybe you can catch an earlier bus. You know what I mean, and get there a little earlier. But but I'm just stating the facts that as of next Sunday, if you come in late, it's fifteen dollar late fee, and that's what you'll pay in order to get in the service. You know what? Well, maybe next Sunday I just won't be there. How about that? You know, I'm already working six days a week. The only day I have off is Sunday. I'm breaking breaking my back. Do you know I work two jobs? I work two jobs, and they always trying to take money out my check, always trying to pull me here and there, and I'm always tired. I get two hours of sleep, and then now the church wants to dump another $15 charging me for being at church when that's what I'm supposed to do? But you're coming in late, though, Sister Tracy. You, you know what? You know what? Late ain't bad, okay? I, I might be delayed, but I ain't denied, and I'm getting there the best way that I know how. We're on the bus. I have to put my kids on the school bus. And not only do I have to put them on the school bus, then I have to get on the bus myself to work because I don't have a car because their daddies ain't doing nothing, nothing for them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I need to under... Oh. Daddy, daddy number one? Guess what? He ain't Daddy number two? He in jail, been there about five years. He ain't And daddy number three? He decided to go ahead and walk out. He ain't, I ain't heard from that that trifling in about seven months. Now, he know we're struggling. He had the nerve to take my wallet, too. You don't, you don't even understand what I'm going through. You don't even understand that I'm trying to make a better life for me and my children. There is one more thing, Sister Tracy, that the church wants you to know before next Sunday that you definitely need to know. And what one more thing does the church want me to know besides $15? The church just wants you to know that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your sister Patrice got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> I am going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her. Are you? She know I ain't got time for that. She know I ain't got time for that. Oh, Patrice. Uh-huh. Yeah, girl, uh-huh. your sister got you. You all right? Oh, I got something for her. How about that? <laughs> she told me she said she said my sister car broke down. She said she got these kids. She over there struggling, struggling. She trying to make it. 
But you got to give her a hard time. She just wanted she wanted she wanted you to put a, she wanted to put a smile on your face. <laughs> well, she did. Well, once things settled, I, I'm going to have to say she did. Okay. <laughs> you all right? Wow. Now that I know you, y'all were joking, and now I know this is nephew Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to ask you something, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in entertainment news, Ice Cube said he was shunned by Oprah and The View. Mary J. Blige is getting a radio show on WBLS. And Kylie Jenner has a message for young girls getting plastic surgery too early. That's all coming up. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Louise in the DMV writes, I asked to keep my two granddaughters for a week this summer, but it's been a month. Whenever I talk to my daughter, she claims she's too tired to come and get them. The girls go back to school late August, and I'm afraid they'll be with me until then. Uh, should I drive 137 miles to drop them off unannounced? Hell yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, but see, this is, you, you've just earned yourself a privilege now. I wouldn't. I'll let her come get them. Now, next year, guess what? Yeah, you ain't dropping them off no more. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not going on summer vacation next year. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to FaceTime. Oh, so grandma off next summer? Yeah, well, we're going to FaceTime. That's what uh-huh. I do with my grandkids. <laughs> FaceTime. Just as much enjoyment. Now, Marjorie has to be there hugging and playing with them. I don't. <laughs> I think FaceTime is just as good, you know. Zoom. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful thing, you know. So, yeah, wow. th- that she trifling. She did that. I'm too tired, and it's 137 miles, so she's too tired to drive. And that's true because she wearing herself out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She living a single life. She cameo. <laughs> Fatima in Harlem says, I met my boyfriend at a restaurant for dinner and I walked up the block. As I walked up the block, a man ran up to me to compliment me on my dress. My boyfriend saw the guy walking alongside me and assumed I had another guy escort me to the restaurant. How can I get him to believe that what he saw was totally innocent? What? Okay, I don't understand what you're saying. She okay, said she was walking. Her boyfriend, or this is how she met the guy. I don't know. No, she met her boyfriend at a restaurant. He was waiting for her at a restaurant for dinner, and as she was walking up to meet him, a man ran up to her to compliment her on her dress. You know, hey sis, I love your dress or whatever. So her boyfriend saw the guy walking aside, you know, alongside her, and he assumed that she had someone else escort her to the restaurant. Yeah, Why well, ain't asking? See you right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's what yeah. it, that's what it looked like, you know. But you, right. if you're telling the truth, you're telling the truth. Mm-hmm. See, what makes it so hard to convince your man is we are accustomed to lying. <laughs> so why would you not? Oh, so now we're speaking the truth. Come on, truth. I would. I would. That's what I'd go with it. I don't really. I don't see nothing wrong with that. So she told him the truth and still got in trouble. 
yeah, you know, but see, it, it was no lie you could have told. He saw it with his own eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, or you could have just said, well, you didn't walk me. You sat in there and waited. Mm, you know? Flip it, flip it. I like That's the flip. That's what you got to do. Yeah. yeah, put him back on his heels. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, you know, maybe you ought to start walking me to the restaurant instead of sitting in there waiting, watching. You looking out the window. <laughs> watching this show. <laughs> yeah, so now... Yeah. I like it. I like it, CLO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Trina in Montgomery. Trina writes, my husband is so concerned about crime that he put a tracker on my car without telling me. I was at an ex-boyfriend's house getting a tune-up when my husband texted what? me and asked where I was. Trying to be funny, I said I was with my side dude. He texted back, I know. Am I going to have to confess? Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Why would you make a joke? I, see, why would you try to make a lie out the truth? You that ain't how wait, it what? works. What? Uh, one more time. Oh wait, let, let, see, let me let, let me rephrase. Yeah, he didn't worry because that was deep got, right I there. Got where you're no, going, though. no, no, no. But why would you take a perfectly good lie? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Use it, uh-huh. acting as though it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When clearly the truth mm-hmm. will never do. Come on, somebody. Uh-huh. Okay. So now you at your ex dude's house getting the tune up. Right. Why he said, that? "Where was you at?" He said, "I was at my ex guy's house." He said, "I That's know." Am I gonna have to confess? You just. <laughs> Cause you stupid. <laughs> what should she, what should she have said, Steve? But stick with the tone up. Where was oh, you at? Don't. I was I was getting the car tuned up. Oh, the car at the tune up place. Uh-huh. And let me tell you something but he anyway. Has a tracker. Your husband ain't so concerned with crime that he had a tracker put on your car. <laughs> yeah. He concerned yeah. about you. <laughs> Having a tracker on your car don't stop crime. Okay. Let's <laughs> put that dumb. original lie. Come on. Let's, let's, let's just go with the lie he told you. Yes. He's so concerned with crime, he put a tracker on your car. What? And didn't right. tell her. Yeah. Didn't oh, tell man. her. That don't stop. That ain't a tracker. That's called Lojack. That's <laughs> been on cars for years now. Oh, is, is he the only mechanic dog in Montgomery? <laughs> Yes. See, but why you should have you should have never just said, "I went to get the car tuned up." Okay, then why the tracker say you was at your ex boyfriend house? Cause he work on cars. See, ain't all he work on. Then your ass would have been all right. Yeah. But oh no, you gonna be? I was over my ex dude's house getting tuned up. I know. Yeah, the yeah. car. Yo, oh, she got tuned up. Right. Yeah, she, she got tuned up. Am I gonna have to confess? You stupid. You already <laughs> did. I, look, well, the key to lying is okay. it can't be nowhere around the truth. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I like it, Steve. Mm-hmm. That oh, way well, you can't tie them together. Y'all, man, y'all, oh. 
Why are we so frustrated with this generation? It's disappointing. <laughs> can we do a big, we can we down. do a big, like the how to lie, uh, maybe on a weekly basis, yeah. and just teach people how to lie. <laughs> yeah, how to lie. I can do it, I can do it any kind of, any time. Yeah, we can do it later on in the day. Ready. I already know how we got one minute. Anybody want to ask me something? No, it don't, Shirley. Okay, Shirley, ask me something. Well, you think the truth of the matter. Watch this here. Instant. Okay. So, Steve, um, how, how, how did you start your mentoring camp? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh. <laughs> you don't even have to lie about this. But, but I'm just telling you how effective it is. The, <laughs> mentor, the, the mentoring camp started me. <laughs> yeah. But you lie. You don't have to lie. But, 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 but you're going to get good at though. something. If you don't yeah. get good at something, uh-huh. you're going to have to practice. Practice that all the time. For no reason at all. <laughs> Steve, where see, are you what right your, now? What does your where T-shirt say? Oh, I'm at my house in Atlanta. <laughs> well, that's the truth. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, coming up, we, we got to go. Stop no, it's all this not. Lying. All right, thanks, guys. Entertainment news coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. We don't always like to talk about certain things, but sometimes we have to. Real talk. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of ED between the ages of 40 and 70, but it's always been a taboo topic. Thankfully, HIMSS is changing that by providing affordable access to ED treatment all online. That's right. HIMSS is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable and discreet sexual health treatments all from the comfort of your couch. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Harvey Radio for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. In entertainment news, Ice Cube claims he was 
snubbed. He was really snubbed by Oprah Winfrey and The View as they both declined his request to appear on their respective TV shows. During Cube's appearance on Tucker Carlson's new Twitter show, Cube recalled his failed attempts to be booked as a guest on both programs, and he attributes it to his polarizing view on uh, various political matters. Cube told Tucker Carlson, quote, a few of the hosts just really don't like where I was coming from. That's what I was told by the producers. I don't know if it was the producers. They were just copying out and using some of the hosts to have me not explain myself. Um, I've been on there before. It's just when I've become an independent thinker, I don't follow their brand of politics, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's why you wasn't on now. Next. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's different. He's a little different (laughs) now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What's happening? What's happening? All ISIS is going a little bit right right now. All all ISIS. Ice Cube, Ice Tea, Ice Milk, Ice Coffee, Iceberg Slim. You know, some ISIS. The icy, icy. <laughs> all icy hot. All the ices is kind of, you know, it's all going right. a little, a little bit to the yeah. right right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. The all queen right. of hip, <clears throat> the queen of hip hop soul Mary J. Blige will be hosting a brand new radio show. This is uh, going to be on one of our sister stations, one hundred seven point five WBLS. What? Yes, hey, congratulations Mary. to our the queen. home in New York. Yes, our New yes, York yes, station. <laughs> yes, yes, say that. That yes. is awesome. That is awesome, Mary J. Uh, Claim DJ and the station's creative program director, Funkmaster Flex, confirmed the news during his July 20th show. Wait a minute, hold has- up. Mm-hmm. Funk is at WBLS? Uh-huh. Creative yes, program creative director. Pro. Uh-huh. Man, that's my dude. He did a truck for me one time. I had a full one for me. Yeah, he uh-huh. did my truck for me. Man, I ain't talked wow. to Flex for a long time. A lot. Mm-hmm. Flex yeah. a good brother, man. Yeah, very yeah. talented young man. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Real good brother. Yeah, sure. He ain't young no more, though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> he can't flex like he used to. <laughs> flex explained that the untitled show will have Mary J. Blige engage, engaging in uh, one of a like one of a kind conversations, let's say, as um, she also curates a playlist of her favorite records for listeners, though an official premiere date remains under wraps. The DJ Flex ensured it is coming soon. Well, so we can play My Life, Mary's uh-huh. album, every week on her show, and I'm good. Mary, I'm good with that. Yes. That's so big, that's really that's good. Big. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's going to win. That's winning yeah. right there, BLS. Yeah. Steve, she'll pre- probably be calling you for some inspiration on her new radio show and stuff. You, Mary, you Mary think? J. Blige know what she's doing. Just I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to do my Mary dance. Wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And uh, Kylie Jenner, you guys heard about this. She's recommending that women wait to get plastic surgery until at least after they've had children. Uh, during the season three finale of The Kardashians, Kylie, who is 25 years old, commented on getting her breasts augmented before she became pregnant with Stormy. She even remarked, quote, they were still healing. Um 
Kylie declared that despite getting them augmented, her natural breasts are gorgeous. And as a result, she outright said she wishes she never got them done to begin with. She also suggested that people wait to have such procedures until after they welcome children. She also slated that, um, uh, stated that she would be heartbroken if her daughter, if her own daughter, Stormy, wanted to get her body done at 19. Kylie wrapped up by declaring, I wish I could like be her and do it all differently because I wouldn't touch anything. Yeah, I saw so that she episode. has some regrets. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that episode. It was like she kind of well, finally admitted to getting plastic mm-hmm, surgery because mm-hmm. she for really a long didn't say time. For a long well, time. if they yeah. were so beautiful, what you mess with them for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it was you know, kind of I the think, culture around her. You know, mm-hmm. at nineteen. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, but the Kardashians have issued in a a huge generation of that. And I'm not saying it's their fault. But so many young girls emulated the Kardashians. That's mm-hmm. a true thing. And yeah. that's why she can have the voice to speak up against it. Mm-hmm. But anytime you change yourself, and she ain't just talking about no breasts now. All them chins and noses and lips. lips. Until your body becomes what it's going to become. Messing with it too early is crazy. Yeah, she was now, 19, and that's what she's saying. You're right. Yeah, now, that's what she said on After that. it done fail, <laughs> then get in there. It's a good time to get it lifted. <laughs> get, get on in there. <laughs> Pick it up. <laughs> Make but that see, appointment. <laughs> but see, you know, augmentations can fall too. You know, just the elasticity, elasticity of a person's skin. I, it's so much can go wrong in it. And then you look at the tragedy that happened with DC Youngfly's family. Yeah, it's yeah. just tragic, man, when something like that happens on a procedure that wasn't life saving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, yeah, that's all, there's a always sad, a risk. Mm-hmm. Sad, sad commentary, sad Very situation, so. man. Very that was a so. beautiful girl, man. Mm-hmm. A beautiful girl. Yeah. You know. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm going to go on and uh, cancel this nose job I was going to get. I was going to you know, get it thinned out. I was, was going to get it thinned out, pencil out, you know, mm-hmm. make it look a little sharper. You know, I want mm-hmm. it to look like Michael on Off the Wall. <laughs> you know how you look with a little bit of nose? Uh-huh, he was. <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, what? look who talking. Look who talking. The man with the little feet and the little hands. <laughs> Coming up next, Tommy has a fashion question for his Uncle Steve right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Uncle Steve, your nephew has a fashion question for you. I do. Now, you, you spit and polish everywhere you go. Here's something that I just, I, I haven't figured this out. Because normally, you know, fashions go, they would go around and, you know, three, four years, they'll come back around. Like like when I was a kid, bell bottoms would come back around after a while. But now I don't know what it is. Is it wide leg? Is it skinny leg? Is it just regular skinny leg? Legs. What is it? Skinny jeans is out. I know that. Okay. My sons have told me that. But I never mm-hmm. wore skinny jeans anyway. Key to wearing skinny jeans is you should be a skinny person. Yeah. That's the only rule I know. Flare leg and wide leg pants are very much in right now. But straight leg suits are still okay to wear. Okay. Because men not going to do this. So straight leg suits are perfectly fine. You know, I got flare leg pants and stuff like that because, you know, I just, I'm a little more into it. But you don't have to go that route because straight leg suits are still 
that way. Men's fashion don't change as much as women's fashion. Women's fashions change all the time because they're proverbial shoppers. If you did that to men, you'd be out of business because we're not going down there to get another another pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, but you don't have to. I don't go ahead. So here's another question. As, as an entertainer, how many times can you wear a suit publicly or as, a, as an entertainer, as a, as a performer? What you mean before the same people suit. start saying before people start saying that's all you got? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He had that on well, last time. You know, man, <laughs> you know, special pieces is special pieces, and you got to realize they're just for special times. Now, if you can't afford to do that, then don't buy them pieces that every time. Like I give you an example, the very first suit I ever bought was a lavender pinstripe suit. Well. That was a mistake because I wanted to, I needed to wear it a lot because it's the only suit I had. Well, I got it for Easter. Now, every time I wore the suit, guess what they called me? Easter. Mm. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. You know, if I'd have wow. got something more subdued, a brown or a gray, I could have wore it and dressed it up. But you can't dress up a lavender pinstripe suit. It's the lavender <laughs> pinstripe suit. You can put it on with a green shirt if you want to. It's you, Now you look like the Joker. So it's just, it's all of that. But I don't think... Batman? Yeah. But Tommy, I don't really think you have a problem, man, because you're doing well with your dress. Your attire is good. And plus, I mean, you got to look at it like this. G.I. Joe fashion has been the same, man, since the right there. See, right there. I knew it was going to take a turn. Joe fashion. You know, G.I. Joe, he been wearing the same thing. He ain't got to worry about that. You know, go, go he on in there. He yeah, go on down there in the baby doll section. You know, the baby doll got. <laughs> and that you red suit something. that you had on, you can't wear that anymore, Tommy. I can't wear that no more. Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 It looked nope. good, though, didn't it? It did. It did. Mm-hmm. And you be posted. <laughs> All right, coming up stuff, next. You can't put it on no more. Coming up next, Sister Odell. We haven't heard from her in a while. Sister Odell in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We have to welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Sister Odell. Love the Lord, love the Lord with all of my heart, mind, body, and soul. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> wow, good, good morning, morning, Sister Odell. Good morning, Sister Odell. Where have you been? Cha, 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 cha. I've been Ooh. everywhere, been around the world. I'm Lisa Stanfield, been around the world, and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't find my baby. I don't know why. <laughs> did you Did you go on vacation with Stephen Marjorie? No, they don't carry me out there with them. Oh, they don't? Because, you know, you could save souls out there, you know. Oh, no, she surely. Stay out they water, they'll stay out your boat. That's how it works. That's how it works. Did you raise your hand, Carly? I just had a question. You've been staying cool this summer? It's been hot. Girl, it's hot. It's hot. Now, now this is where the statement come from, hot as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Because that's what it is. You know, it was a slave. I remember the slave. Rufus, Rufus T. 
Oh, yeah. Rufus T was the first one I heard. We was out there one day picking, and uh, Rufus looked up and Rufus said, it's hot as hell. And everybody went, well, how the hell you know how you been now? And then he said, well, if it's this hot, I don't want to go. And all the slaves went, ah! <laughs> You know, they hollered laughing. Yeah. Did you? And then um, that, went, that went Rufus T. This is a little see the Black History Month, y'all know. Then Rufus T, when they found out he was funny, Rufus T on Saturday nights, Mm-hmm. After after slave people, slave owners had went to bed, uh-huh. you know, they had R- RTCC. What was that? that? That was the Rufus T. Comedy Club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he was the only performer. He was the only one yeah. performer. He'd go around the shack and just be cracking on people. We'd be in there just hollering. He was imitating all the white people. <laughs> well, Sister Odell, did you did you hear about Quincy Jones' 90th birthday celebration? 90. He made 90. It, he yeah. was honored with a two-day event at the Hollywood Bowl in L.A. Did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. I, I know Quincy. Oh, you know Qu- Quincy Jones? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. How did you, you know how did you meet him? How, how do you Mr. know him? I knew, his, I knew Quincy's grandfather. Ooh. Oh, what, what was his name? Sticky Jones. <laughs> Quincy Sticky Jones. What? Yeah. Sticky was I... tricky, boy. Sticky was something else. He was tricky. <laughs> yeah. Jones. He was a molasses farmer. That's why he got the nickname Sticky. Oh, because even when he came to church, he didn't ever wash his hands. He's always sticky. You shake his hand and be stuck to him. I go, this man right here, you don't get this molasses out under your fingernails because it leaks oh. out on your hands on Sundays. Uh-huh. And that's why we started calling him Sticky. But I knew Quincy. Quincy, a wonderful music person. Yeah. Make record and everything. That's why he wanted a great, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of the greats, you know, nothing like they doing nowadays. These kids music now. It needs some Quincy on it. Yeah, it ain't writing songs mm-hmm. about nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quincy produced Thriller. You better talk, sister. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thriller, yes. Secret Garden, Secret all Garden, that. baby, yes. yes. Yeah, we down the WAP now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing secret about that, is it? Come out the cat out the bag. When I heard him singing, I said, I know these nasty heifers ain't sitting up in here singing about their thing. I know good and well. Is you singing about your thing? Wow. Lord, Lord, Lord. What did we coming to? So, well, I guess it might as well sing about that because that would be a boring ass song, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Odell, we're so glad <laughs> you stopped by. Uh, thank you, as always. I appreciate y'all having me. Yes, ma'am. Coming up next, it is the nephew and the prank phone call for today right after this. Oh, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, he doesn't realize he married a black woman. Hmm. We'll get into that. Find out what that's all oh, you don't about know that. in just a few exactly. But right you now, find out, it's though. time. <laughs> oh, real quick. <laughs> right now, it's time for the nephew in today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Uh, I got something for you. This is something I think we should be bringing back. What? Uh, you know, that's just my 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 thought. I think so, but 
you know, I don't know how y'all think about it. This right here is corporal punishment. Oh. Corporal. Oh, oh don't, don't tense up. Don't, is that what you're saying? Don't get tight. Don't get <laughs> hands don't on get the wall. Tight. Hands on the wall. Uh -huh. Okay. Bring me that battle. <laughs> My mama used to say, I want it in the air when I come in there. I want it in the air. <laughs> when I come in there, I'm telling you, I want it in the air. Now, if it ain't in the air, everything going to get hit. Everything. So it would behoove you to get it in there. That's when I first learned behoove. It would behoove you to get it in there. <laughs> you got to hide butt so it worked. And you got to hide butt. Yeah, that's why so my hands high. Cause yeah, I, cause yeah, yeah. Mama okay. want it in the air. This is right here is corporal punishment. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. Hi, I'm um trying to reach a Mr. Cotton. This Mr. Cotton. Okay, can can you turn your radio or TV down? I can't really hear you. Oh yes, sir. Um, my name is Mr. Lanson. I'm actually the new principal here at um middle school. And what's the name again? Uh, Mr. Lanson. Mr. Lanson. Okay. Your your son he attends middle school here. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Listen, um, I'm the new principal here. We've um, just replaced the last principal, and I'm actually calling around. What I've done is when I, before I got here, I asked for a list of students that were, you know, I'm not going to say problem kids, but, you know, that kind of get themselves in a little trouble here and there, and your son's name happens to be on the list. Name is on that list? Uh, yes, I got about, uh, I got about 35 kids that are actually on this list, and your son is actually on the list and and you you are mr cotton correct i am mr cotton i mean are, are we are you sure you speaking about my son though um yeah i mean there's only there's only one on the list sir I, i'm i'm and it's 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 what's been given to me and what what i'm doing is calling around to all of the parents of the kids that are on this list and letting you guys know that i'm going to be keeping a close eye on them as well as uh letting you know that i'm going to be reinstating corporal punishment here in the school, so so corporal punishment. What, what, what's that? That's actually where if your son gets sent to the office, which is my office, then there will be paddling going on. And opposed to, I, I don't believe in, oh, oh, I don't oh, believe oh, in oh, detention. Oh, 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 I don't oh, oh. believe in suspension. I believe in, you know, if we spank these kids, we can get them back in order. So, oh, you, you gonna spank him, sir? Here's my thing. I really truly believe that if we get back to, you know, and I don't mean what I'm about to say to be harsh, but if we get back to beating. We'll get these kids back in order. I mean, but I'm, I know he had trouble in English, but I don't think that calls for a, a beating, for a, no, a low no, grade. No, 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 this has nothing to do with grades, sir. This has to do with punishment. And what I'm understanding is if your son is on my list, and if your son comes down to my office, I'm going to take care of it right then I and there. what, if my son comes to your office, you're going to be on my damn list. It's, it's, sir, I'm trying to get these kids back in order, and that's the reason why I've been brought in and I've replaced the last principal. You understand? So what I need from you is to get a to get a great understanding that if your child comes to my office, corporal punishment will be what he's going to deal with. Well, I okay? You, I tell you what. Let my son come home and tell me he got some damn corporal punishment, and the next morning me and you going to do some corporal punishment. Sir, do you want your child in order, or do you want to be bailing his butt out of jail at the age of 18? They're going to be bailing me out of jail if you put your damn hands on my son. Okay. Are you taking care of your son punishment-wise at home? You need to. My, my son don't get in no damn trouble. My son okay, got a that, that, here, here's, here, here's the problem: parents not believing that their children get in any trouble. That's the first problem. Well, then, I got email, I got phone call. So the first phone call I get is going straight to 
whooping. It ain't no letter sent home. Ain't no email sent home saying there is a problem. I don't, I don't, I don't, sir. I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to calm down here. I, I'm going to tell you once again, I am not going to, to, to have send your son to detention. I'm not going to call you. I'm going to take care of my job. My job is to make sure. I'm going to take care of mine. When you take care of yours, I'm going to take care of mine. And that's protect my son. And you put your hands on him and we got a problem. Oh, we're going to have a problem because nine times, I'm telling you right now, I'm calling you and giving you the warning. Your son will be dealt with. And you're going to be dealt with. Will be dealt with on a regular basis if need and be. You're going to get dealt with on a regular basis. You're going to get tired of seeing me. Okay, sir, do I need to actually have corporal punishment with you? I tell you what, when you do, when you bring that corporal punishment to me, you better have the police there because they're going to need corporal punishment. They're going to need whatever the hell. They're going to need the SWAT team. When I get down, you put your hands on my son. I know that. I, I, all I'm, you know what, sir? Maybe, maybe, maybe the, 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 the swooping needs to start with you. It, it has to. Matter of fact, what time do you go to lunch? We can do this in front of the cafeteria and let all the kids see the damn principal get his damn corporal punishment. Hey, sir, sir, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't fear you, first of all. I don't want you all. to fear me, because I want you to stand there and take your whip like a man. I don't want to chase you around like no little around the school. Sir, 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 the bottom line is corporal punishment is being instated. Your son is going to abide by it. You're going to have to accept it. Or maybe I maybe you what, need to... I'll tell you what. You said you got 35 names on your list. It better be 34 because cotton name better not be on no corporal punishment list. I know sir, that. Sir, sir, listen. He's not on a corporal punishment list. He's on a list of, kid, of kids that act up from time to time. I bet my damn son don't act up. My son is a model student. He got a little trouble with English. You know, because his mama a little slow, but I, that's my, I, I, I did that. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to the child right now. You're talking to a grown man, and if you put your hands on my son, you're going to see that I'm a grown man when I come down there. Okay. I don't so, want to put my hands on my damn son. Then, then, then I guess it's going to be a lot of kicking, sir. It's going to be some kicking, and you line them up. Assistant principal, principal, I kick the cafeteria lady. So I come down there if she got something to say. You're gonna watch your tone. You understand me? And you're gonna you're gonna take what I'm hey, telling you. you I'm a grown man. Who is I, you yelling? I don't care what you're saying. Everybody's gonna abide. I put chains on the door. I make sure. Oh, no, you Joe Clark putting chains on the door. I, I thought your name was Lansom. You Joe Clark. I, I'm Mr. Lanson, and these kids are gonna abide by what I want, and so are the parents. And damn it, you, Mr. Cotton, you're gonna have to toughen up and let me do my I damn job. You, I tell you what, then you go on do what you got to do today. But when I get down there, you better have the police when I get there. I tell you who else I'm gonna have here. If you tell me who the you gonna have down there, then I'm gonna have nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, cause that's who I am. Your coworker Silver, you got me to prank phone call you. What? <laughs> what? Every time I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna break the call you. Next time I catch you. Silvia, that's why you ain't get laid on there down at the job. In the rest. Don't worry about my damn kids, man. Don't be putting your damn hands on my boy. Boy, Tommy. Boy, I was on my way. I was looking for my damn keys when you talk. I was gonna whip your this morning. Hey, listen, I got one more thing to ask you, Mr. Cotton. What's that, man? What's the baddest radio show in the land? Man, that Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all, man. What y'all think? A little corporal punishment. What y'all think? <laughs> uh, Could we bring it back? Nope. Uh, mm -hmm. nah. Don't bring the corporal punishment issues. back? Mm -mm. Yeah, it's too many crazy people in the world right now. <sighs> mm -mm. Nope. Nope.
Any more questions? I didn't got beat in the front yard before. Y'all don't think? <laughs> man, I, while people passing by, I didn't got my hand oh out. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, now, uh-uh. A little <laughs> different now. At home. Yeah. New Orleans, Louisiana. It's going down. It's your boy, Nephew Tommy, hosting it up. Uh, Kid Junior Boy Space will be in the building. Dominique in the building. And that boy, Tony Roberts. Funny as all get out in the building, along with the legend herself, Monique, in the building. That is New Orleans, Louisiana. August the 12th is going down, and tickets is on sale right now. Laying in a cut for the nephew, Greenville, South Carolina. Do not get that mixed up with the North. We are in the South. Greenville, South Carolina. That is the 19th of August, Saturday night. Tickets on sale right now. Shirley? All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, he doesn't realize he married a black woman. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The labor shortage is impacting every industry, and that's leading to missed calls, long wait times, bad customer experiences, and missed opportunities for your business. We're Ruby, the live virtual receptionist company, and we're your smart solution to the shortage. We answer all your calls and chats, take messages, and transfer calls 24-7. We're just like an in-house receptionist, only better. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking on Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, he doesn't realize he married a black woman. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married 10 months and we might not make it to a full year. We dated for a year before we got married and we didn't live together until a week after our wedding. I switch up my hairstyle often, but I never let my man see me when my wigs were off, and he'd never seen me without foundation on. I kept it cute and sexy for him. I kept it cute and sexy for him until I got the ring. I showed him my representative, and I was always well put together for him. We got a home together, and I put my wigs in the dining room temporarily. He had a fit about them being in there, and one day I came home from work, and he had already put them in the guest room on the floor. I had a good conversation with him about handling my stuff without consulting me first. He has four sisters, and I know they're Caucasian, 
but they wear wigs and hair pieces too. We all got our hair done together for the wedding, so I saw it. This weekend, he walked in on me in the bathroom and he saw me with all of my makeup completely off and I was plucking a hair from my chin. He was totally turned off. He didn't have to say it because it showed in his face. At that moment, I decided to give him the full black girl experience. When he got home from work the next day, I had the wig off with my cornrows showing. I took the, uh, off the lashes and I was walking around without a bra. Uh, <laughs> he tried to play off his surprise look and he told me I was beautiful anyway I chose to look. Then he asked if the cornrows were my new hairstyle. I reminded him that he's married to a real black woman. I don't think it registered when we were dating. Should I discuss this or should I let it slide? No, you don't have to discuss it. I mean, it's pretty clear that this letter is about you and your wigs. That's basically what it is. Um, and although it seems like you went to great lengths not to say it, you are married to a white man. I mean, we know this because you said his sisters are Caucasian. I don't uh, Caucasian. I don't see what the big deal is because I know black men that would probably be just as confused with you. The problem in your mind is that you're a black woman and you wear wigs, but his white sisters wear wigs too. So I don't think that's it. You put your wigs in the dining room. That's the issue. He came in there and saw all these wigs in the dining room. It probably, you know, freaked him out a little bit, startled him. Uh, but didn't he tell you you're beautiful any way you want to look? Well, why didn't you believe him? I, I just don't think even a brother would want to walk into the dining room and see wigs all over the place. I just don't. I wouldn't. Um, you know, it, I, I just think... He, they would think they were better suited for the guest room as well. So let's just be clear. You knew what you were doing all along. You didn't let him know you wore wigs until you got married. You said you sent your representative early on in the relationship. You said you kept it cute and didn't let him see you without hair and makeup until you got the ring. Now it's gotten harder to keep it all together and you're mad at him because he's white? I, this just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it's not that you're a black woman. He knew that when he married you and dated you. That was pretty clear, right? It's just that you need to keep your wigs and stuff in a designated area. I know plenty of people who wearing makeup and wigs and weaves and pieces and all that. It's just a sneaky way you went about all of this. That That's what it is to me. Steve? Yeah, well, Shirley, glad you went first. Thank you for your attempt to make this letter palatable for the listening audience. But I'm not here for that. Let's just go on and cut <laughs> down to it. Say so got nothing to do with them damn wigs sitting in that uh, dining room. I'm tell you that right now. It's about the fact that the white boy had finally found out who he was really married to. And the, rep and the representative that you showed him did not tell the whole story. That's what this damn letter about. I don't give a damn if you put the wigs out outside in the garage with the lawnmower. That ain't it. Here the whole problem with this letter right here. Homegirl that married the white dude and the white dude didn't know all that came with the black girl. That's what this whole letter about. All women, a lot of women wear pieces. They call it hot hair. White girls got this stuff called hot hair. It come on a string, and they raise their regular hair up, and they put it around their head like a band, and then they drop their hair over it to cover the little string, and it adds length to their hair. Ain't nothing wrong Ooh. with that. 
It looked full. Almost every last one of them on ESPN got it on. Just watch it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Some sisters wear weave. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Your representative didn't tell the white dude the whole story. Y'all dated for a year. You don't think if you're going to make it. Well, you surprising him now. And some of this stuff that you're shocking him with is a big mud. Now, you switch up your hairstyle often, but you never, in a whole year, you ain't let your man see you with your wigs off, and he never seen you without foundation on. Now, let me tell you something. See, seeing you without makeup is one thing. But when you, when he, when you remove the foundation, mm-hmm. that's the, that's called that the, that's the base coat. For all you men out there that don't understand this, if you fit to paint a white, if you fit to paint over a dark color with a lighter color, you got to prime that wall first. You just can't go in there painting on that new color on top of that other color because it's going to bleed through. Foundation. Base coat. You took that off. Hang on, Steve. Hang on, okay? We'll that have part two. everything. That we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's you mean Strawberry nothing? Letter subject is he doesn't realize he married a black woman. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject he doesn't realize he married a black woman. Yeah, well... Shirley made the statement, it's about where you put your wigs. This letter is clearly, clearly this yeah, letter. Part of my answer. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, that's not, <laughs> not nothing to do with this here. <laughs> nothing, nothing. You set your wigs, I don't care if you set it in a bowl of cereal while you're eating your, your eggs. I what? don't care. That ain't got nothing to do with this. This What this problem is, is you never, your representative did not allow him to meet the real person. You dated for a year. You say you switch up your hairstyles often, but you ain't never let him see you with your wigs off. And he'd never seen me without foundation on. That's the base coat, fellas, in case y'all don't know. It's if you priming a wall, you got to put on the base coat or some primer. The, the foundation is primer. Now, I showed him my representative, and I was always well put together for him. We got a home. Let me see. Where's this line exactly where she said? You didn't let him see all that. You put it in. One day he came home from work, and I had uh, he had a fit about them being there. You put them in the dining room temporarily. He had a fit about them being there one day. I came home from work, and he had already put them in the guest room on the floor. I had a good conversation with him about handling my stuff without consulting me first, as you should. He has four sisters, and I know they're Caucasian, but they wear wigs and hair pieces, too, because we all got our hair done together for the wedding, so I saw it. This weekend, he walked in on me in the bathroom. Now, here we go. Here's where the problem at. And he saw me with all of my makeup completely off. That threw him a little bit. That threw it, that just threw him a little bit because you said you always kept it cute and sexy for him until I got the ring. See, now y'all married, and now he didn't see, he's looking at this right here. He walked in on me in the bathroom. He saw me with all my makeup completely off, and I was plucking a hair from my chin. That's the one. (laughs) 
right there. <laughs> See that? Now all this man stuff going on. This you got a beard. See that ain't what I. I <laughs> foundation. That's what that foundation for. Hair follicles. You know, uh, pluck marks. You're crazy. That's what that's what foundation do. Really? Foundation hide cuts, scars, wounds, yeah. beard, uh, stubble. Mm-hmm. Foundation hide stubble. Now what messed him up was you was in there picking hair out that bearded area on you. That's what messed him up. Really? Because now he got to really go through. You know how things go now. You don't never know. So you know now he in there. He in there picking pronouns now. He in, he looking in the mirror with pronoun uh, anxiety going on. Probably he probably in there trying to figure out where that is not about. what this letter is about. Well, I'm just telling Stay you right now, for a brief moment. <laughs> for a brief moment, he was looking upside your head, <laughs> trying to figure out if he needed to pick a new pronoun. Anyway, I, I, I know y'all want to. Because that's not what the letter is about, you know. You don't know what it's about, Shirley. You talking about it was about where she putting them wigs. I said a lot this of stuff. I didn't just say wigs. That ain't got nothing to do with this. He was totally turned off. He didn't say it because it showed on his face. At that moment, I decided to him to give him a full black girl experience. When he got home from work the next day, oh, you going to double up and do it again? See, right here. See, <laughs> so you showing out now. So you should have switched back up. But no, no, you going to double down on it. I decided to give him the full black girl experience. When he got home next day, I had the wig off, my cornrows showing. I took off the lashes. I was walking around without a bra on. He tried to play off his surprise look, and he told me I was beautiful any way I chose to look. Nice move. Mm-hmm. That was too much for him, though. Yeah. Then he asked yeah. if the cornrows <laughs> was my new hairstyle. Uh-huh. Just curious now, cause you know we finna go over mom's name house. <laughs> I reminded him that he's married to a real black woman. I don't think it registered when we were dating. Well, you didn't want it to register, no. remember? Because you said you kept it all together he and cute it. while we dating, and until mm-hmm. you got the ring. Yeah. See. So now, should I discuss this or let it ride? Now, you have to discuss it. And stop. Look, don't be so brutal because you did the job you wanted to do. You rep, you put your representative out there and held up until you got a ring. Now, the representative didn't tell the entire story. So now you want to tell the story to the man. So now you got to be courteous to the man at the same time, too. See, you didn't show him the real black yeah, woman, as you fault. say, but all this stuff you talking about happens to all women. So don't, don't, don't dump this as a negative on black women because it's not. It's women. All women do this. All women wear foundation. All women got some skin problems sometimes. All people do. All women wear foundation. Most people do. So this ain't, don't, don't, don't dump this on black women now. This your ass. This, <laughs> By this yourself. Yeah, yeah, you just happen this to be black. Ain't nobody else on the show picking out hair out their face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. Uh, leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram and Steve Harvey FM and check us out. 
on the Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand on the free iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Oh, man, let's go ahead and give a, a round of applause. It's across another milestone for uh, DeMar Hamlin, the safety for the Buffalo Bills, man. You remember he had a, a cardiac arrest on January 2nd in that Cincinnati Bengals game. Well, he back on the field, man. He had his first day of padded practice the other day, man. So congratulations, man, on that journey all the way back. DeMar Hamlin, man, we see you, man. Support you, brother. Out there still playing. Go ahead, Tell lower the journey, me, baby. Buddy. Well, you know, man, yeah. You know, that'd be it. That'd probably be my last game, January 2nd. Uh, that'd have been my last one, probably. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, uh, the next time you see me in a uh, championship, it'll be for a Czechish championship. <laughs> 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 That's the game you done went from the NFL to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, From contact to no contact. You got skills, Steve. <laughs> Look at Steve punk ass up there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Stuff that's Talk about checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ain't no gotcha. catch, mate, Junior. Crown the king. Crown all them kings, Steve. Yeah. yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, also in the news, man, the Colts, man, it is, what a difference a day make. Man, did you know that the Colts owner, Jim Ursay, said that Jonathan Taylor is irrelevant? Uh, he could, If he's out the league, he wouldn't even matter. The running back who uh, said that he had back pain, that they said he had back pain, but he didn't. And he said, hey. Well, he's irrelevant as a running back. We can find another one. And it wouldn't matter wow. if he was in the league or not, man. The, the just owner is him. just, yeah, he's just dogging it, man. And so he's the best player on your team, though. I mean, he's the best player on the team. And guess what? The running, the backup, Zach Moss, broke his arm the other day. So now what? If he don't matter now, you need him now. But you still say he irrelevant? Dog. Well, That's how you some know, of those owners are. Yeah. Man. Just they, talk. they talk to him like they property. Yes. Yeah. mentality. Hmm. I mean, you know, and for hmm. a guy to be an owner and to speak like that about a player, I mean, just think about it. That's asinine right there. And so, you know, but yeah. it'll work out for this brother. But this brother right here, he got to stop all that firing back and just let it go and let him be the butthole that he is and just go on and play your game because everybody in the league know who this boy is. Okay, um, would, you would you be able to stop and not yeah, let would it you, go? Would you let it go? Huh? No, I'm about to ask him, Shirley. Would you, you be able to let it go? Well, <laughs> well, I've let a lot of stuff go that people say about me, to tell you the truth. Okay. But it it, it better not be who run our heart. Oh, I don't believe that for a second, Steve. <laughs> yeah. it, bet, it better not be nobody out there that run free mantle down there at Family Feud. <laughs> Okay. I tell you what. Well, let me let me let, let me let you go find out who is really. <laughs> Thank you, Junior. Uh, it's coming up at the top of the hour. There's video proof that Cardi B asked her audience members to throw water on her during a recent performance in Vegas. What? We'll come back find out what that's all about right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. 
smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It's estimated that 85% of all customer service interactions are automated. Customers are the lifeblood of all business. Do you really want to put that responsibility in the hands of a robot? We're Ruby, the team of remote receptionists who answer all your calls and chats live. We take messages, transfer calls, answer questions, and treat everyone like your most valuable customer. We are real people who really care. Visit ruby.com. Or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby. You know what? At this point, we really need to wait a few days before we even comment on some of the stuff we see in social media. We all got upset at the concert gore that threw water on Cardi B, right? Remember that? We talked about it. Well, a video has surfaced now on TMZ, and the video shows Cardi on stage asking the crowd to throw water on her because it's so hot in Vegas. Her DJ follows up with asking the fans to douse Cardi B with water, saying, wet her up wet her up. Several people in the audience closest to the stage can be seen in the video throwing water at Cardi as uh, she moved her hair to the side so it wouldn't get wet. Cardi even bends over with her behind facing the crowd, asking the fans to throw water at her WAP. Uh, So we're not sure why Cardi B reacted the way she did when she threw her mic at one particular fan that did throw water on her. Uh, The lady that Cardi B hit with the mic has allegedly pressed charges against Cardi B. Oh, yeah. Now, this see, is crazy right here. I can understand it, though. You didn't t- you asked for this water, now you don't want it. Uh-huh. What did you say, What Junior? you think, Steve? Yeah, well, see, you way on the right. Now, when you came uh, over here, I, oh, to the left, I had my water. I had to throw it. <laughs> I was just waiting. I just, you just didn't come over here yet. It was too crowded. I couldn't get to you. Yeah, so, so, I Junior, didn't know. You to work your way over here now. I got a cup full. I've been waiting on <laughs> I stopped sipping on it soon. Wake me up. Okay, well, you coming? Soon as you get over this way, a little bit closer, little closer, two more steps, and daddy is on your ass right here. Bam. Yeah. But will this will this lawsuit stick, big dog? Uh because she threw the microphone I at think her. So. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 yeah, you hit a concert goer in the head with the, with the mic. You a- after asking her to throw water on you. Well. And see, all these people throwing stuff at the performers. I hate that. I hate That's that part of it. And I said too. that, that this girl, if she threw this water, then she was wrong for doing that. And then here you are soliciting mm-hmm. <laughs> for it. Mm-hmm. Man. Well, and, and with her DJ in tow yeah. as well. Wet her up. Wet her up. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the lyrical content <sighs> for music today. So I, I don't, you know, it's just, you know, I, I guess, you know, this, this summer, my, me and my kids was talking about music and it's just the lyrical content that I'm just so unimpressed by. I wouldn't mind listening to some of this stuff if y'all was talking about something. Oh, yeah. But, the, but I'm such a lyrical guy. Mm-hmm. You know, hey man, when I hear a song that's nice, the reason I think it's a song because I'm listening to the words first. Mm-hmm. What are they you saying? Know, the, mm-hmm. you, you know, the groove can be good, but the, the words got to match the music. Yeah, the melody. That's when Tyrese came out with Shame. 
that song right there, man. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, man, they don't take enough time with the lyrics of a song. Mm -hmm. They just write mess. They got R&B songs with N-word in it. Wow. R&B wow. songs with the B-word in it. Yeah. You know, it's it ain't just hip-hop. explicit yeah. lyrics, mm -hmm. too. I'm it's talking like... about explicit white. Man. Man. <laughs> man. Man, so I'm sitting up here going, okay, wow. There ain't no yeah, lead yeah. up you to this. You don't want to hear the yeah. song called Pound Town, then, Steve. What? You don't want to hear that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, it's, and, and it's just... You can't get it out your head once you hear it. It just, yeah. Uh, uh. No. You don't want that one. That's one of many, honey. I know. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I got a teenager. That's right one of yeah. many. And let me tell you something. That's how. And you know what? I just, the argument that I have is uh, it's not that I'm old. It's just that, well, I am old, but I came up in a generation where, where we cared about the song. And y'all stop caring about the words. Now, everybody can become a rapper just because you can talk fast or you can talk with a certain cadence. But ain't nobody taking no time to write no songs. No, nah, man, y'all just matching up words that rhyme. Times are, are different. You like it fast? Now, guess what rhyme with fast? Mm -hmm. And, well, let's say that. Okay. Class. All right. <laughs> Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is Wellness Wednesday. So you know what that means, Steve. You got to tell us about your Elevate You stick packs at Walmart right now. It, they there. Mm -hmm. They're there. Walmart and Walmart.com has them there now. Folks, you can get the Elevate You Greens in the three different flavors, original, tart cherry, and chocolate. You can now go into Walmart and buy them in stick packs. Now, the stick packs are only available at Walmart, and I strongly suggest them because it's so convenient. You can use the stick packs at home. You ain't got to worry about scooping or nothing. Just tear the pack open, put it in your favorite drink, stir it up, and drink a delicious way to better health, better digestion, better mental clarity. You understand? Mm -hmm. and just better mental focus and better metabolism. Get your energy up, and you can drink it. And the gummies are there. It tastes like candy. <laughs> it's just like chewing something good that's good to you that's good for you. Yummy. The gummies are for the immune system, the digestive system, and your metabolism. All of it is in Walmart right now at Stick Packs. I don't want y'all to miss this opportunity. And if you go to your Walmart and you don't have it, get the manager and say, is there a reason why you're not carrying Steve Harvey's Elevate You? Thank you very much. Elevate You is now in Walmart and on Walmart.com. Don't nobody miss this now. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with y'all. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time now for a round of Would You Rather, guys. Would you rather banana pudding ice cream or would you rather butter pecan ice cream? Mm. Butter pecan. butter pecan. It don't matter. It's ice cream. I know. They're butter both pecan. good, especially <laughs> yeah. now as hot as butter it pecan. is. Got Which one, Steve? I'm going to be so damn happy we could flip a coin. Just 
but just if you go make a banana pudding, it has got to be bluebell. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. All right. Nothing on the game with y'all now. <laughs> would you rather be locked out of the house or would you rather run out of gas on the highway? Hmm. Uh, locked out the house. Locked out the house. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and lock me out all night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> run out of gas on the highway. You can go somewhere else. <laughs> Lock me oh, out. Stupid. Why would you say that? Lock me out the house or run out of gas on the highway. Uh-huh. The hell I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do on this highway. Uh-huh. Okay. Steve, you gotta do better, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> do better. Got a got a Maybach. A Maybach on the side of the road. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm getting in the house. <laughs> All right. Would you rather lie to your pastor? Or would you rather use profanity around your pastor? Well, I profanity. Done both, so I, you've done both. What? What did you say? I'd have lied to him and cussed at him. So. <laughs> I'd have so played yeah, golf with mine. We both almost cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd rather lie to your pastor? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Junior? Oh, I'm profanity around my past. I seen my grandmother do it. So <laughs> that gives you the green she, light. Yeah, yeah so if she, if she didn't respect him, okay, what well, the hell? Yeah, I come. Pastors cuss, Shirley. You do know this, don't you? Yes, yeah. I do. I do. And they had lies and before I, they I, became pastors. And, and I have to lie. <laughs> Why? Why? There's no way. <laughs> You're just standing up there lying to the pastor. No, you well, have well, to do that. Well, you what is to. we having a truthful conversation? <laughs> <laughs> about your sins up. Yeah. No, you know, what is you talking about? No, we ain't Catholic. What is you talking about? <laughs> what? Confessions. Confessions. Sitting, sitting in no box with you, dog. You know what this with is? The priest. Oh my you already know I'm not doing that, dog. So who, who, what What box do he sit in? Well, I'm sitting in here talking to him for. <laughs> All right. Would you rather kiss a stranger's bare foot? A stranger's barefoot, or would you rather kiss your ex on the lips? God, Come don't on. get this mouth sanitized. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going with the stranger's oh, foot? You didn't choose. You're going with the stranger's foot? I'm going to take that foot. But, but can I, if I could just see the stranger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Thanks, guys. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> with our last break of the day at 49 minutes after the hour. And uh, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Here we are, guys. Our last break of the day on this Wednesday hump day. It's been a good day. Thank you, Lord. Second day of August. Yes. Yeah. I want to talk to y'all. Christmas is tomorrow. (laughs) I want to talk to y'all about uh, my closing remarks today because it's something I think that everybody deals with. I um, I know this is touching a lot of people because of social media, uh, because of the world we live in today. We live in a fallen world. This country, America, is in the worst condition it's ever been in, uh, simply because of a statement that was made some years ago to make America great again. Well, what it did was it actually opened up the valves and everything for people who want things to go back to the way they were. And it gave them a license to more openly and freely say it because they had chosen a leader that said it for them. And he thought that they represented him most eloquently in the best way. So militia groups came out. The Proud Boys came out. The skinheads came out. The boys with the khaki pants with the torches in Virginia came out. They all came out. They came out to climb the wall on January 6th. They showed up everything. They had on Viking horns and deer skins and bear spray and wrapped in flags. And they got guns and they went to Black Lives Matter rallies with AK-47s and their mamas drove them to him and he gets out and he shoots people. All of this became because they thought it was open season to make America great again. Really? Well, now it's been going on the whole time. I want you to know that. It's just they took the mask off of it. It's the same thing that's been going on. It's not a rise in police brutality towards black. It's just that the iPhone cameras took the mask off. It's been going on just like this. It's not a rise. It's just now you're seeing it. George Floyd wasn't the first person that's been choked out by the police. It was just the first person y'all saw. That's all. So we live in a fallen world, man. And in this fallen world, I have a suggestion for you. I would think if I were you, and you don't have to do this, but I would form as close a relationship to God as I possibly could. And listen to me, y'all. I'm not telling you what church to go to, what faith to belong to. I'm talking about you having a personal relationship with God. You having talks with him that show gratitude and ask for direction. Those are the two things you want from God. You want, you want to show gratitude and you want direction. You need help in healing. Because in this world we live in, man, it's so filled with haters. And I think we all have experienced that. Social media, at your job, it's just haters. Now, haters have a platform. Haters have a voice. It's called social media. And man, they get on there about you. And the only reason they on there about you, I want to tell you something about you now. The only reason they on there about you is because you doing something. You got something they want or you've become something that they ain't. You have a hater because you got something they want or you are something that they ain't and they can't stand it. 
So now they out here doing the devil's bidding. And the thing about the devil is he got a lot of people work for him. Them imps is available. They're out here 24-7. They don't even sleep. You, The devil got imps you don't even know that he throw your way. So when y'all get this hate, this unmerited hate, y'all ain't got to dress all that. Just go on about your business. I used to say all the time on the radio show, stay on the wall. Stay up on the wall. Don't come down off the wall when they throwing rocks at you. Rocks don't hurt when they get thrown up. They do hurt if you come back down and you let them line it up eyeball to eyeball. So just stay up on the wall. You ain't got to come down to talk to these people. Who are they? They irrelevant. And I have another suggestion, too. To all y'all people out there who are in the hate business, I probably shouldn't say this, but hell, what else is the Steve Harvey Morning Show if I don't say what I want to say? We just call it somebody else's show then. Well, it ain't they show, it's my show. To all y'all haters out there that's in the business of hate, let me forewarn you or something. Hate is like a cancer, man. You're going to wind up eating yourself up. All y'all Wendy Williams wannabes out there. All y'all that's out there that's trying to replace the queen of gossip. Well, is that really what you want to do? You ain't been paying attention. See, all you got to do is stay on the wall and keep living your life. Hate is like a sickness, man. It eats away at you. It ain't no good. So if that's how you want to make a living, by bringing down others and talking about others, go ahead. Ah, But it usually don't work out for you. That's just a suggestion. But for everybody out there that's experiencing hate, you're experiencing hate because you're about something. The devil don't come for people that he got already. The devil come for people when he see what God finna do for you. The devil come for people who people who are on the move, who got their eye on the prize, who pray, who meditate, who look up, who trust God. That's who the devil want. He got the rest of them. Go on about your business with your bad self. Keep your head up. Don't worry about them haters. Every, and always remember this about a hater. You'll never have a hater that's doing better than you, ever, <laughs> ever. Hey, y'all, have a great day. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. Man, I feel good today. What I'm going to do today? Nothing. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as 
an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.